Welcome to Recover and Thrive with Dr. Bob King and co-host Cindy Hall. In this program, we explain how diet, lifestyle, fitness, and faith come together to heal our bodies as well as our souls. There are only a few key building blocks to good health. And if you focus on each one, you should be on the way to feeling your best. Now, here is Dr. King. Welcome to Recover and Thrive. This is Dr. Bob. And Cindy Hall. Well, in this episode, we'll be dealing with uh, the uh, diseases of the bowel. We started out with a segment on uh, how the, uh, the diet works with the body. And in particular, we focused on digestion and how the bowel worked. And so we'll return to that. The, uh, the principle is that uh, even, say, when you're dealing with uh, respiratory problems, even the nastiest flu most often begins with something simple like a cough. And it can progress from there and escalate very quickly if it's not dealt with properly. And in a slower but very like manner, uh, so much of our illness begins in the bowel. And the problem there usually starts with constipation. And so I just thought we couldn't finish the series without addressing bowel disorders. And there's a lot more material today than we could cover in a broadcast, but we will entertain questions via the email address that is given before uh, every uh, every segment. And so that is Dr. Bob, the dr. Dot B-O-B, at hungrykidsinternational.org. All right, constipation is probably not the the top on anybody's conversation list, but since we're on international radio, we'll talk about it. <laughs> the symptoms, now, the stools are dry and hard and infrequent. It's difficult to have a bowel movement. Now, other symptoms might include abdominal discomfort, lack of energy, dull headache, poor appetite, and low back pain. Now, as to the causes, constipation, well, the name comes from Latin, and it means crowded together, which is what's happening. The bowels should move daily, ideally after each meal. That rarely happens in the Western world with the Western diet. So when this does not happen, waste material moves too slowly through the large bowel. The elimination becomes painful and the toxins are reabsorbed by the system, placing an overload on the liver and the kidneys. Now, ideally, the bowel should be the primary organ of elimination. And if it's failing to deliver then the kidneys are the first to pick up the, uh, the load and the liver has an extra detox load that's placed on it. So uh, you, you do want to avoid this condition. 
Now, all waste in the body should be expelled within 18 to 24 hours, just for reference. Now, stool consists mostly of digestive juices, toxic materials from the liver, fiber, and dead bacteria. It's not supposed to be undigested food, unless the stomach and the, the small intestine have failed. Now, if they do, then you're going to get a lot of, uh, of food waste in the stomach. But this is really, really bad because fermentation is going to just blossom and you'll have serious physical problems. Now, a number of different physical problems are partially caused by constipation, uh, such as bad breath, body odor, depression, appendicitis, fatigue, gas, headaches, hernia, indigestion, the malabsorption syndrome, varicose veins, obesity, insomnia, and a coated tongue. Now, many of these problems are coming from fermentation. Now, what that means in this case is that either, and usually, the bacteria in the gut are consuming what should have been uh, either eliminated or absorbed in the uh, small intestine before it even got to the colon. But it is quite possible for bacteria to start working on uh, toxic products that have not been eliminated. And this shifts the uh, uh, type of bacteria that are in the colon so that uh, instead of the beneficial bacteria that will just break down and make useful uh, purpose of what's left in the bowel before it's eliminated, you'll have uh, pathogenic bacteria that will break down and consume the, uh, the waste, and they will put out toxic products that then the bowel uh, will allow back into the bloodstream. It will then be presented to the liver and if the liver is not able to detoxify it, then it flows out to the rest of the body. This is where these, these bad things happen. Um, well, Bob, why would it cause varicose veins? The varicose veins would be coming from the straining. Hmm. That is, you're trying to uh, eliminate. It's difficult and so the blood pressure goes up, and usually the uh, the highest pressure is in the lowest part of the body. Okay. And so, it, of course, it's working on the arteries, but in the veins, the uh, there's a sludging, so that the uh, the veins don't work nearly as well. I see. Okay. So, uh, and most of the other things, or uh, the other. Uh, problems that you would get seem to be a little more obvious. Yeah, that got, one stumped me. If you got toxic material circulating in your body, then you would uh, definitely have some 
some problems with uh, breath, body odor, and depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're feeling bad, feeling like, oh, I don't want to move, I don't want to get out, the sun is bothering me, check the (laughs) bowel. You you don't want to go first to the drugs. Because the the problem may be as simple as bowel. Okay. That's interesting. So then... uh, Toxins reabsorbed from a constipated bowel can also result in migraines. Mm, You guys out there with migraines, consider that. Toxic gas, bloating, and thyroid problems, meningitis, and myasthenia gravis, which is a a muscle weakness, Uh, often in the... uh, the muscles you wouldn't expect, like facial facial muscles, and this can be quite a problem. Now, constipation tends to be common during pregnancy. Older people often have constipation because they're not drinking enough water, and persons with spinal injuries may have problems with constipation due to damage to certain nerves. So, treatment. Include enough fiber in your diet each day. Drink enough water and get enough exercise, especially outdoors, so you can get enough fresh air. Now, avoid poisonous substances and emotional tension. Relax and thank God for your blessings. Take time to be a blessing to others. Follow this advice and many of your problems will vanish. The gut is a spiritual organ. It responds to emotional and spiritual forces such as faith, fear, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, etc. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the, uh, the more negative emotion and uh, spiritual trash you have, the uh, the worse your bowel is going to be. So, that should be encouraging. You can do something about it. So, as, as soon as you wake up, start drinking a little warm water. At, that is, a little at a time. And by the time you're ready for breakfast, you should have at least uh, taken one quart. Faithfully follow the regime. this regime and you'll tend to develop a regularity in your morning bowel movement. Now, Bob, when you say warm water, do you mean you have to go warm it up, or do you mean no, room temperature? Just, uh, just more or less room temperature okay. or a little warmer than that. Okay. So, now, hot water is probably not a good idea. No, no, nor is cold. Yeah, food or water, beverage, at any extreme, will weaken the digestive system. So when you drink cold beverages, like yeah, with cold ice beverages in it, that's a bad thing? will tend to paralyze the gut. Hmm. That is uh, not permanent paralysis, but it does uh, slow you down to where you, um, it, the bowel can't do anything until it warms it back up, mm-hmm. and then it starts working again. So it's even double bad to do that when you're eating a large meal. Yeah. Right. Because then you're putting multiple stresses on mm-hmm. the system. Okay. So 
I would like to remind you that we are entertaining um, questions uh, via the email address. And we'd like to remind you to go visit our website. It has been redesigned. Uh, at least it was a few months ago. And we are reporting the ministry and missionary work that we're doing there. So drop by and see us. We'll see you after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, Indy. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Welcome back to Recover and Thrive. Now, we were talking about the very popular uh, topic of constipation yay yeah well this is often the root of so many health problems that yeah it's worth talking about yes it is very important so we're at the uh, things that you can do to uh, either eliminate this problem from your life or minimize it and so say after breakfast or a meal uh, Go outside and walk. Uh, You can do it a little bit uh, or a lot. Uh, Young people tend to walk at full speed, but uh, the older you get, the more leisurely you become. 
you don't ever want to strain yourself or draw blood away from the gut because that's counterproductive. But the idea is to get some circulation going and get some oxygen. Mm -hmm. your, uh, Your gut needs as much blood and oxygen as your heart does. It is as important. And so you'll want to get the best quality of air that you can get. Um, I might say walking out by the highway does not count as fresh air. (laughs) Usually you get plenty of diesel fumes. Um, I know that you can only do as much as you can do, but uh, be as nice to your body as you can. Now, the larger the amount of fiber in the diet, the larger and softer the stool will be. Now, there is a a caution that is uh, with fiber, there are different types of fiber, and some of them, uh, such as the the psyllium, the crushed or ground psyllium fiber, or the citrus fiber, require a lot of water. And, of course, the water, in order to aid digestion, should not be taken with a meal. It should be taken about 30 minutes before the meal or about two hours after the meal. But you should have your, let's see, about two quarts of water a day. And failure to do this with fiber is going to result in balls of hard fiber in the colon that the bowel just can't move. And so that's that's a toxic and pathogenic situation. So you're so talking fiber, about water. Are you talking about just water and that, yeah, that doesn't water. even include the other liquids that you drink? Just because it has water in it doesn't yeah, mean that it's... Yeah, just because it's got water in it doesn't mean that it's all that great for you. Tea is passable, uh, but uh, the uh, the sugary drinks, they're, you're much better without them, and they're not nearly as hydrating as you think they would be. Mm. They will put a strain on the kidney as well as the problem with you know, the pancreas. Because of so, the sugar? Well, because of the sugar and also the chemicals. Mm, yeah. See, and then the liver has a problem then. Yeah. Okay. So then eat smaller amounts of food at each meal. Now, concentrated foods such as meats, sugar, and cheese are excellent at producing constipation. So if you're shooting for being constipated, that's, those are the foods of choice. Now, dairy foods, soft drinks, white flour, salt, coffee, alcohol, and highly processed foods and sugary foods should not be used if you want to solve this problem. Iron supplements cause constipation. Also, painkillers and antidepressants. They're slowing nerves down. Now, all decongestants and antihistamines are drying agents. 
and they may cause the stool to become drier than it should. So you'd so need more water when you take you, those? You'd need more water. Mm-hmm. Now, considering your kidneys, you don't want to be taking more than about a quart of water per hour. Otherwise, you're going to put a strain on the kidneys. So just keep that in mind, too. Now, let's see, foods, eating uh, prunes, figs, flaxseed meal, which is best fresh, freshly ground, are all helpful. But you know, all of these will soften the stools. Psyllium seed is good, but... Uh, Take it quickly with a glass full of water so that it doesn't congeal in your esophagus. Mm. And you do want to have plenty of water. If you you don't have enough water, then you are going to get a congealed hard mass. And you don't want that anywhere in your system. Not in the stomach, the small intestine, or the colon. And so... Then, when necessary, take cleansing enemas to remove the load on the bowel. But the solution is really not enemas. It's better living. However, if you've got to have one, it will do wonders for headaches and the general sense of depression and just feeling awful. A small cold enema helps eliminate the enema habit. By cold, anything that's about 55 degrees Fahrenheit to about 65 degrees Fahrenheit. And by small, I mean something like about a cup to a pint of water. And it should be water. Just plain water? Yeah, distilled water. But nothing in it? Um, maybe, a, maybe a lemon. Hmm. But uh, water is quite effective for that. For that okay. purpose. Now, for cleansing enema, we're talking about other things. Right. Now, there's always the possibility that if constipation occurs too frequently, that there's another cause or another reason for it, such as cancer or some other obstruction in the bowel. And so you'd need to get that checked out. Other symptoms of colon cancer include severe cramping, blood in the stool, a tender, distended abdomen, and very narrowed feces. The cancer can be present without these symptoms. Now, alternate diarrhea and constipation may point to irritable bowel syndrome, which is another ailment. So, uh, there's a word of encouragement that uh, is given at this point, and that is, the fallen world is the battlefield for the greatest conflict the heavenly universe and earthly powers have ever witnessed. It's fought anew in the life of every person born into this world. Both Christ and Satan want to have control of your life. The choice is yours, and only you can make it. All right, so then uh, we'd move into diarrhea and dysentery. Now, symptoms of diarrhea would be frequent, loose, watery bowel movements, 
This is often accompanied by cramping, abdominal pain, thirst, a sudden need to eliminate, often with vomiting and possible fever. Uh, For causes, severe diarrhea can produce a loss of essential electrolytes such as potassium. The result is pallor, listlessness, dark circles under the eyes. Often bacteria or a virus will be causing this. Now, diarrhea in infants is serious. Something has to be done right away. If the child has five or more watery stools a day, consider it diarrhea. Possible causes include overeating, food poisoning, stress, incomplete digestion of the food, taking certain drugs, flu, intestinal parasites, caffeine, contaminated water, infection such as viral or bacterial, eating certain foods such as unripe fruit or spoiled protein or rancid fats, eating soap from improperly rinsed dishes, for instance, ingesting certain chemicals, and inflammatory bowel disease, as Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, cancer, traveling to foreign countries, or intolerance of milk products. There could be gut pathogens such as Girardia lamblia, a microscopic parasite. Um, It could be a rich meal of wine, lobster, creamy desserts, and other trimmings. That's a good way to start it. Uh, dysentery is diarrhea, which is caused either by a disease organism or some kind of overeating of rich food. The symptoms are the same, but they may be longer lasting. The prevention requires cleanly prepared food sources, careful food storage, preparation, self-discipline, and cleanness. Now, you'd think that uh, your eating habits might not have that much to do with it, but they can cause either constipation or diarrhea. And so only you know how your body is reacting or responding to your diet and lifestyle. Uh, You want to learn how to pay attention to the signals in your body. Uh, Reason from, from effect back to cause and remember what it was that you did that might have something to do with the problem. So, all right, want to encourage you to visit the website. Remember that we are a ministry. We're not primarily uh, physicians. We we feed the poor and help the helpless. So, uh, God bless you, and we'll see you after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence, teach through radio and our medical ministry, 
We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, Indy. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Yeah, welcome back. We have a question, and that regards... uh, whether or not uh, water should be taken eight ounces per hour, I I would not recommend it directly because that would overlap with your eating. Um, it's better to space the water out in, in times between meals. It's just you want to keep the, uh, the general uh, flow of what you drink to about a liter an hour or less. And that should give you enough um, enough volume capacity to, uh, to get your, uh, your two liters in a day and move along happily. So there it is. Now for the treatment of dysentery, diarrhea. Now, because of the ongoing diarrhea, which this is treating, people with, uh, with IBS, that is irritable bowel syndrome, require as much as 30% more protein than normal, as well as an increased intake in minerals and trace elements. Well, that would be because most of these are being flushed out. The digestion is incomplete, and the body does not have time to absorb all of the nutrients. Now, you'd want to avoid, in, this, in these conditions, xanthine-containing foods, such as chocolate, tea, coffee, and spicy foods. They stimulate the, the nerves, and in a diarrhea situation, the nerves in your gut are already at attention. So, you'd want to calm them down and not stimulate them even further. Also avoid drugs and cold liquids, carbonated beverages. All these produce diarrhea. Now, milk may induce diarrhea because of lactose intolerance. Now, 
a virus is also a good way for when you have a virus that is a gut virus like a flu that's likely to cause diarrhea in uh, in the case of chronic diarrhea the electrolyte and trace mineral deficiencies are likely to be pronounced and so rice water lime water potato broth and fruit will help restore these electrolytes now by potato broth i do mean the peelings you About, wouldn't use the white part the meat inside no the oh. the uh, the potato uh, is if you cut one halfway you'll you'll find that you have the peeling and then there's something like about a half inch of potato that's a slightly different color from the internal part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, the nutrients are in that ring. Oh, okay. So that's the, what you use for the yeah, potato The heart broth. of the potato is a ball of sugar. And oh, so wow. It, if you are eating that, then you're not getting much nutrition out of it. However, a, a broth made from the outside of the potato is uh, is quite nourishing. Now, rice water, that is the water that comes off of brown rice, not not just brown, but raw, uh, that is, uh, do, do, do. <laughs> what do you call that? It's well, just you're not talking about natural white rice. rice. Yeah, you don't want the white rice or mm-hmm. the, uh, the milled rice. Mm-mm. And... What about wild rice? Is that what you... Well, not necessarily wild, but yes. I'm talking about rice that hasn't been milled. Okay. Uh, The most, like the potato, most of the good stuff in the rice is in the hunt, that uh, edible hell. And so you need to be, be using that. White rice, like the inside of the potato, is sugar. Mm-hmm. So it's more or less, the body looks at it as candy. It's not a vegetable. <laughs> so, let's see. What about lime water? How would you do that? You're talking about the, the squeezing the lime in water? Well, or that'd, you... that'd be the best way to do it. Okay. Now... I think there is a product called lime water, but I I don't normally use it. Now, the fruit, um, most any of the fruits people normally like to eat would be really good. And if you you can't can't really stand to chew them, they can be juiced or they can be uh, ground up uh, in a uh, blender and then taken like that. Now, it's recommended that you don't want to be uh, giving raw fruit juices until the acute stage is passed. That is, you want to be doing the fruit after reco- or when the recovery is starting. Nonetheless, you want to keep in mind that the, uh, the body is losing electrolytes with every bowel movement. Now, garlic is useful in helping to to purify the gastrointestinal tract. 
carob you're powder. You're talking about you're talking about raw garlic, right? Not cooked. Yeah. Okay. Well, raw garlic is is best for it. Yeah. However, that's pretty rough. Yeah, I know. So I, during the acute phase, I would be sticking more to the rice or the potato. Mm-hmm. Now, carob, as opposed to cocoa, is uh, is useful. That will help. It's not xanthine containing. You'll want to. Uh, wow, are we out of time already? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. As just looked up and is reading, going, whoa, we don't want to run away with it. But we do have a question. Okay, what's the question? Rice hulls can contain arsenic, so must uh, be boiled or rinsed a lot. Yeah, but that that's in the in the pre-preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, when you're cooking the uh, the natural rice, the nutrition is also in that. So. Yeah, keep that in mind. All right, so uh, back to the uh, the remedies. You want to keep liquid consumption high in order to replace lost fluids. Antiacids are also a very common cause of drug-related diarrhea. Antibiotics also cause diarrhea. They well, the back or excuse me the Antibiotics are altering the uh, the gut biome, mm-hmm. and so they're killing off useful bacteria, and of course the uh, the pathogenic bacteria as well. But the idea is you're getting an imbalance, and so the body is having to throw everything out. Now, while you have diarrhea, do not prepare food for others, and wash your hands carefully. I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. Some say uh, to use the bran and pectin foods in order to tighten the bowels and stop the diarrhea. Others say let it run its course in order to rid the problem foods from the system. Um, generally, it's it is considered best to use fiber foods to get the diarrhea stopped. When increasing fiber intake, also increase the fluid intake. And so, is the answer to the dilemma is that in many cases it's best to stop that diarrhea, because if you don't, then it's going to make you so weak that you can't you can't function anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, the those fiber foods uh, work great. Okay. Uh, not psyllium, with the pectin fibers. Okay, so what is a pectin? Uh, apple, the mm. carrot, um, most anything with a with a peel like like an apple. Mm-hmm. Apple is one of the best. the The deciding factor on how to proceed is whether the diarrhea is caused by a bacteria or virus. If so, you want the body to throw it off through the bowels. If this is the case, it will happen fairly rapidly. Now, helpful herbs, uh, a lot of you are interested in that, include white oak bark. It is an astringent and it stops diarrhea. 
Uh, also, are the American blackberry, um, the root as well as the fruit, barley, clove root, um, whortleberry, which I do not use, the black currant, burdock, and echinacea. Now, I normally use charcoal, catnip, slippery elm bark, bentonite clay, or a mixture of charcoal and bentonite clay. Now, these, these seem to work in most every case that I have used. Now, I do not use clay unless I'm dealing with something that is, uh, is really tough. You've got to get of, the diarrhea stopped Yeah, quick. if you've got to stop it, then bentonite clay will do it. Mm-hmm. That will, it'll lock you up, though. So. Yes, it will. Uh, so use it carefully. Mm-hmm. Well, Bob, how can you tell if it's a bacteria or a virus that's causing the diarrhea as Often, opposed to bad food or well, another cause? There are other symptoms that go with bacteria or a virus. Now, the virus generally you'll have, excuse me, a soreness, and and you might have a fever, mm-hmm. a, a slight fever. If it's bacterial, you will have a very a strong pain in the gut, and you will have uh, a. Uh, often a headache, and you'll have a higher fever. Mm. So generally, you're looking at fever being a major symptom for pathogen. I see. So as to the the catnip, I really like that because it calms the gut and is useful for children as well. Mm-hmm. The catnip is generally safe even for young people. Slippery elm bark absorbs you know, toxins. It's just generally safe. Even so, for children. Yeah, even for children. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it works out really well. And so uh, don't overdo remedies. Just uh, the fiber is probably the best approach. All right. Remember, check out the website, and we'll look to see you after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Dr. Bob King directs the work of Hungry Kids International, also known as Bob King Ministries, located in Kiamato, Texas, situated along the Rio Grande River. We practice benevolence teach through radio and our medical ministry. We also support other ministries in Mexico. These include Niños del Rey, a benevolence, preaching, and teaching ministry that operates in Piedras Negras, and Harvest Ministries, a medical and benevolence ministry directed by Dr. Albert Romo, MD, ND. COVID-19 has made crowds impossible, but radio has not been restricted. People are much more interested in self-directed health care now than they used to be. We are supported entirely by free will offerings. Please visit our website at HungryKidsInternational.org. Dr. Bob and his staff extend their heartfelt gratitude for the generosity of their partners. God bless you. 
functional medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And functional medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Recover and Thrive. If you have a question or comment about our program, Dr. King invites you to send an email. The email address is drbob at hungrykidsinternational.org. That's dr.bob at hungrykidsinternational.org. Now, back to Recover and Thrive. Welcome back. This is Dr. Bob. And Cindy Hall. Well, this... Uh, well, this is the last segment, and it will be the uh, the last broadcast that we do on Voice America, you know, maybe for some time. And so I'd like to spend the last segment talking with you about uh, why we do what we do and um, the other things besides medicine. Now, we, uh, we are missionaries. And the reason that we do our, uh, our medical work is because people who have their needs met are usually open to having other needs met, such as the ones they just discover they have. When someone is sick, he's focusing on, I'm sick, I hurt. And so we help them to deal with that and to the best of our ability we teach them or teach people how to uh, take care of themselves and then of the people that they love but in so doing we also want to bring up that many of the reasons people get sick are because of spiritual problems mm-hmm. there is the blessing and the curse are loose in, in the earth, and all of us are subject to the curse of the fall. That is, we're going to die. And in that sense, lives cannot be saved. We're all going to die eventually. Um, but there's beyond that, uh, there is the curse of well, what's called the curse of the law, which is a more general attrition curse that is if things are not working for you if you can't get ahead then you'll want to look more deeply because it's probably a spiritual problem and you would if you want to look up the details of of that you'd need a bible you go into the book of deuteronomy that's the fifth book 
and turn to chapters 27 and 28 in particular. Now, you'll find in chapter 28 the blessing and the curse. And as as a Christian, I would say that there is only one curse in the world, in that, and there is only one blessing. So all of the other things that are called uh, a curse or a blessing draw their power from those, from those principles in Deuteronomy 28. And so, having said that, we are a spirit. We have a soul, and we live in a body. The body is not prominent. It's, it isn't ascendant. It isn't the point. It is our vehicle uh, to live in this world, in this earth, and to exercise authority in it. The spirit and the soul endure forever, but their destiny depends on what we do. The, uh, the spirit has the capacity to interact with, talk with God, to love God, to find Him. The soul is that bridge that chooses what we're going to do. It chooses our actions, our attitudes, and our words. And according to Jesus, by our words we're justified and by our words we're condemned. So they are very important. Words are spiritual. Now, the body is treated with diet and lifestyle, and herbal remedies are useful in many cases, essential to deal with organ failures and related to, or the organ failures would be related to past misbehavior, that is, mistreating the body. You mean like a researcher, like you were? Yeah, (laughs) kind of like being really careless. In we, the lab. <laughs> we treat the spirit by bringing the patient to the new birth taught by Jesus in John chapter 3. You must be born again. There are many scriptures dealing with the necessity of being born again and the requirements for this new birth to be worked out by God through Jesus. Now, we treat the soul by pastoral care. The Bible has the wisdom of God for all ages, past, present, and future. Man is created in the image of God, but is fallen. He is dead, and he is desperately lost. I would uh, answer a question, which I have answered before, of why does evil exist if God is so good? Well, evil exists because the devil is in the world. And most people on the planet unwittingly, or maybe willingly, obey him. God could use his power to stop it. But he cannot without either making us robots or by destroying us. He doesn't want either. He wants free people to freely love and return his love to believe in him enough to follow him through this dark world. Everyone's been hurt by someone or something. So we all have our own stories. Sickness, 
and particularly chronic disease have their roots in our inability to exchange the hurt for healing. It is often a process, but it always involves faith in God. Forgiveness is done by faith. And it's faith in God who has revealed enough of himself that we know better than not to trust him. Now for that being born again, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lordship of Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And the Gospels make it clear that it's not how you start, but it's how you finish that determines your destiny. Most every, every decision that you make actually is spiritual, and it has consequences. But you, no one has gone so far that God can't forgive. He is willing and able to forgive, and yet the one thing that he requires is that you also forgive. You, also, you have to let go, otherwise the forgiveness of God can't even reach you. And so we receive grace from God to release those hurts and roll all judgment uh, to God, to where he takes care of who's right and who's wrong, and what's good and what's bad. And so I would, uh, I would be happy to help you. The, uh, the email and the website are available to you. I'd encourage you to use them. But if you'd rather not uh, talk to me, then go find your pastor who loves God and believes him. And so with that, I'll um, remind you that this ministry is doing what we've just talked about. We have works through Mexico, mostly in northern Mexico, and we've partnered with other ministries who are working all through Mexico. And so our aim is to bring the gospel. We believe that Jesus is Lord, and we encourage you to investigate those claims. Now, visit our website and see whether or not you want to partner with us. We would be very happy to to have you um, to have you in in the uh, I guess group of partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, God bless you, and thank you for listening. God bless you. We enjoyed the broadcasts. Thank you for tuning in to Recover and Thrive. Please join Dr. Bob King and Cindy Hall next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week.